Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Uh, welcome to Preach Care Preach. That's Pastor Kevin Kev. Here with another sermon, another episode. I'm here with my boy Ryan Quarles, man. How you doing today, man? Pretty good, man. How you doing, man? Doing good. We're here on this episode will come out Thursday, but here Halloween night. I see all the trick or treaters out. <laughs> I almost I'm gonna hit these kids. They act like um <laughs> they act like they don't see the car. <laughs> No, they they better. <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> hopefully they got. Hopefully they with some family and friends, man. If they not old enough, y'all make sure y'all be safe out there, though. For real. All right, so we're gonna talk about expectations, and and you know, like some sometimes, you know, whatever whatever it is, you know, whether it's a high expectation, low expectation, you know, whether you, you know whether you meet that. Uh, for example, you know, Derek Carr after after the Raiders went what twelve and four that one year, expectation was like so high. We thought it was gonna, you know go to the playoffs, maybe a Super Bowl team, and then they wind up being, you know, one of the worst teams in the league. Yep. So we're going to talk about these trade, these trades, NFL trades, and talk about, like, why you – know, who we think won the trades and what we expect. Um, I'm, I'm going to start with uh, Demaris Thomas. Uh, he got traded to the Houston Texans. Uh, they lost Will Fuller on the ACL in that Thursday night football game. I think I think they got uh, the Texans. The Broncos got a fourth round and a seven round back. So what are, what are your thoughts on the uh, Demarius Thomas? My thought was the Texans definitely got a steal because just like you said, uh, it's gonna hurt them. You know, in, in the long run, with Will Fuller, he, he was out towards a uh, tour in ACL, but definitely uh, that was one of my favorite trades. You know, Deshaun Washington gets a new favorite target. Well, not a favorite target because we all know <laughs> we all know who his favorite target is. But his second, at least second favorite target. So he definitely gonna feel in the the, the footsteps of uh, Will Fuller. Now, do you think it's a problem that they went after Demarius Thomas instead of a uh, you know more of a deep threat guy? Because like Demarius Thomas, he used to go deep threat, but you know age now he more of a you know mid midfield midfield guy. And I just I just trying to see like what kind of fit I guess it will be. Well, you know the 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 better the targets, the more the targets. Excuse me, the more the targets, the better it is the offense. So I feel like you know over with time. Um, that OC and uh, Deshaun Washington, you know, they get on the same page or whatnot. Right, and it, I, I expect I expect this this move really helps uh, helps Watson and and D Hop more than than Thomas. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Especially because now, I mean, Thomas as a number two receiver, uh, not many you no know, not many teams have a a great a good number two. 
corner. Yeah. So no I, doubt. So he so you really you really can't double, you know, you really can't double D hop and and Tom and, Thomas and, by himself. Hey, Houston is getting a a, a former first round pick. So hey man, like I said, Taysom got a fourth and a seventh, like you said. You know, he's 30 years old, but you know, he still balls out. Right. Yeah, so see, it's, it's, a up, it's a definitely upgrade from Case Keenum. Not knocking Case Keenum at all, but you know we all know Deshaun Washington is up and coming. Oh yeah, uh, Case Keenum he hasn't really done anything this year, man. <laughs> um, he, he got he got paid, so you know how that go. Oh yeah, <laughs> he always lay down. Uh, let's move on to let's see the the Jag, uh the Rams they got Dante Fowler, pass rusher. Uh, I think hit you know his time was pretty much up in Jacksonville. He was what I mean I think he was like maybe the first. The first he pick was, of that of that defense, he was actually third, third overall pick. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like you know, like the, the first the first guy like, on that team as far before they became th- this this great defense. Um, you know, before yeah, they yeah, got right, all, all them guys. Um, I think they got they got a third round this year and a fifth round next year. And to me, um, this probably to me was the best trade. I, I'm thinking of what the Rams needed. And yes, they got Sue and and Donald up the middle, man. But somebody on the edge now—that's yeah, no, no doubt, man. Uh, I just hope you know Dante Fowler time. It really didn't pan out, man. He was he was uh somewhat of a disappointing first round pick, and I think you know he tore his ACL, and it was a lot of off field issues that mm-hmm. you know he didn't really overcome. So hopefully this will give him a new breath, fresh and breath air, you know, for him to get in L.A. So who doesn't want to go from L.A.? He a lucky guy though. He going from beach to beach. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really he, he, he real lucky about that because the way the Jaguars going, and, and it might not make the playoffs. And you got oh yeah, no doubt they might got, have an early they might have an early first round pick next year. Yeah, now you, it, yeah at, at this rate, yeah, now he's on eight no team with like like you said, really no pressure because I mean Sue and Donald getting all the attention, and yeah. even even if Fowler not not the first round pick that his you know he was drafted as, if he can just play solid football, one, he get a lot of one on one matchups and he has to win those matchups. Yeah, no doubt. He definitely had to stay healthy, though. And as long as, like I said, as long as he keep his head clean, um, he should be pretty good, man. It's just like you said, they they stacked across the board. So, you know, he just got to do what he got to do to yes. get it done. Scary. Um, moving on to the Eagles. They made a trade. I thought they would go for a running back, but they got a receiver, and they got Golden Tate for a third-round pick. He's a free agent at the end of the season, so I guess they're going to borrow him for this year. I, I don't know if they're going to bring him back. I don't know his, his price tag. But yeah. man, I was so glad I got that update because I wanted his behind out of Detroit. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I didn't want my Minnesota team to go see him again. He, he kills us every time. And I was just about to say that was actually probably um, that and that high high Dixon trade. Um, the Golden Tate was probably definitely one of my favorites. Probably, yeah, I would say probably about number one. Um, giving Wentz more targets and you know the 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 offense is going to just expand. I hope it don't take away from my boy Alshon Jeffrey because I got him on I got him on my fantasy team, but they got they gonna have to uh, double team one of them. So I'm hoping they're just gonna double team Golden Tate, leave my boy Alshon in the end zone wide open single coverage, and we all know how Alshon is single coverage. So yeah, that was that was definitely my favorite trade. Oh yeah, and they going going to Golden Tate like <laughs> you were saying about defending team. I got Jeffrey and Galladay, so I was kind of happy and sad at the same time because I needed. Cause now Galladay got got, you know, got his targets now, but yeah, Jeffrey no go down. But yeah, for this for this move, the real life aspect, man, for a pass heavy team, I mean, why not get more pass uh, catches? You got Ertz balling out, looking like the best tight end in football. You know, Alshon yeah. getting back into the groove after his uh his uh, injury. 
And Nelson Aguilar, who I thought, you know, was I thought they was pretty content as a third receiver. But now, I mean, you know, third uh, option, now you add in Golden Tate. That that makes that offense so scary. So scary, and, yeah. And no doubt. And, and, and just like you were saying, I, I thought, you know, there was a lot of reports uh, the first couple of weeks that they was going to go after Le'Veon, give him a, either a second or third round. That's what I really thought they was going to do, seeing as, you know, their backfield being kind of shaky. You had Corey Clement. You had Smallwood, who I got in fantasy, and then you had Dan Sproles who didn't play, who don't play very much due to a hamstring. So, yeah, it was a lot of uncertainties and unquestions in the backfield. So, you know, I would have loved to have seen Le'Veon definitely uh, in a different part of Pennsylvania because, you know, my favorite team is the Baltimore Ravens that we see twice a year. But, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. We got him this week, and it's going to be our last time seeing him because he, he ain't back in Bal- he ain't back in uh, Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah, I mean, that that goes into I mean, them Eagles, man. They they have a pretty tough schedule to end out the season. But I mean, Carson Wentz, it, like it's just Carson Wentz. He just he just too great. Now he got another. I think I think one. You know, I want to say a top ten receiver, but top twenty, top twenty five receiver added yeah. with another top twenty five receiver, Jeffrey. That's a, that's a great receiving core, no doubt. I knew uh, in the off season, in the off season, the Eagles had got kind of like a steal when they signed Mike Wallace, but you know he broke his leg yeah. in like week two. So, you know, I think they was really trying to um, replace, replace that. Mike yeah. Wallace as much as possible. So, yeah, yeah. most definitely. Yeah, that's, a, that's a better upgrade. <laughs> Again, go oh, to take. of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Moving on to your, what you said, the high Clinton Dixon one. That that oh, actually yeah. was a kind of surprise. Um, yeah, most definitely. Well, third or four, I think it was a fourth-round pick. Now you're talking about him and D- DJ Swearinger. Oh, my God. That's two two pro bowlers. Didn't, didn't Swearinger make the pro bowl from my understanding? I I, I, I think he did. At least one. He's one of the years he's uh right been there. But he he's been Swearinger been on a tear this season for the Redskins, oh, yeah. especially how good that defense was. You know, them big guys from Alabama in the front. Now you got two guys in the back. Oh man, this yeah. Oh, he's a he's a he's a game cop. That's how that's how. We oh do yeah, it, uh, you know we, yeah, baby. Yeah, man, Swearinger and and Hard Clinton Dix. That's that's probably. I mean, you can obviously that's a top three, top four safety duo in the game already. Yeah, they ain't played a game no. yet. No doubt. I haven't seen much of the Redskins play this year, but I heard, you know, they was kind of off and on, but I heard their defense actually was playing pretty well. And so the addition of ha-ha, ooh, that's just like you said, that second day is is, is going to get crazy for the Redskins. And we didn't even mention Josh Norman on the outside. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, with, with Josh Norman, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's going to be crazy, actually. But, you know, they're in the tough in, in NFC. And, um, you know, at this rate, anybody can pull it out. Whoever gets hot at the right time, anybody mm-hmm. can pull it out of the NFC. Then let's talk about another uh, Packers just trading away players. They they traded Ty Montgomery to your Baltimore Ravens. They um, did. They did. I, I'm very interested to see how we're going to use them. Um, I would like to see my, – my, my, my thought is, my think is, I think we're going to use them um, – my idea, excuse me. I think we're going to use them like we tried to use uh, Danny Woodhead uh, last year. Uh, of course, you know Danny Woodhead can stay healthy. Um, so I feel like, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna do a lot with him, mix him up with a little Lamar Jackson, fool a couple folks like we always do, and I think we're pretty good. I, we got him for steals, like a what seven round pick in two thousand twenty. Mm-hmm. That was that was they gave him away basically. Yeah, so, gave, gave him away, and then like even if it don't work out, it's not it's not gonna cost you know it, don't, it doesn't cost y'all a lot. I was exactly. I really was worried. I mean, like wondering about it, like you know, because you got John Brown crap. Sneed, the offense is looking good. Yeah. Now the running game, the running game, you know, Buck Allen and Collins, they go back and forth showing that they yeah. can be they can be, you know, a top running back. And then the other games they they don't they show that they can be a bottom running back. So I don't, so I hope Tom Montgomery can, you know, either spark them 
or you no know, take over the you know take over the backfield. So that's yeah, it's very uh yeah, I, it's very um, inconsistent at times. That's why, like I said, it was um a low risk, high reward definitely for Tom Montgomery to come to the Ravens. So hopefully he can give us that spark because we definitely gonna need it uh, from here on. Dropping the last what two out of three games that games we should have won and just a lot going on, man. John Harbaugh know he on a high seat though, so <laughs> he better win some games or or um, Bashadi gonna clean that clean the house. All right, so, so before we move on, I want to uh, talk about Amari Cooper to Dallas in that first round pick. At first, I thought about it. And I, I heard some you know some sports shows and got my my, my thought process changed a little bit. That that first round pick, and if you see if you see he was in this draft, it's not that many receivers. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's a couple got a guy from Ole Miss. It's like a lower class guy that's supposed to be you know top you no know, top uh, first round. Fair Cooper, not Fair Cooper. Damn, Debo. <laughs> yeah, Debo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm still still in the game cup, but uh, Debo. <laughs> not to mention the bad boy from Alabama. Right. Yeah. So it, it's a, it's a lot of options, but it's like how many guys are going to be Cooper. Um, yeah, and Cooper's only twenty four years old, so he's still a very young, very young receiver. And this this class is more of a you know a D line class and a, a linebacker class, and Cowboys don't need that. So I kind of see why this first round pick doesn't really mean anything, I guess, to the Cowboys. And yeah. I, I I really think this more for Zeke than it is for um for Dak and Cooper. Well, yeah, I guess you know on paper, I guess the more the more weapons you have. Um, you know, you always have to you know notify each other on defense that Amari Cooper is is aware. You know, it's on the field basically. But you know, uh, after his after his rookie year, man, we just haven't we just haven't have heard much from Amari Cooper, man. I was reading something the other day. Uh, he was like top five and leading the leagues in drop balls, and I just don't know is he if he gonna take that offense to a whole nother level that the Cowboy fans and organization think he is, but. And I would have never gave up no first round pick for no Amari Cooper. He cool, I understand. He 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 young, but like I said, Golden Tate third round, and then Amari Cooper for the first round. Oh no, I'm 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 good on that. I'm oh yeah, that. I I think that's that's more of the age. Um, yeah, it, it had to be. I, I it had to I, be. I thought I hope so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but we always we uh you know how the Cowboys is, man. They always they always find something. They mess it up or whatever the situation <laughs> may be. So, yeah, that's how they be. All right, so let's go keep on moving on my expectations. Let's go into the Cleveland drama, man. Um, in both both teams, Cleveland Cavs and the Cleveland Browns. Um, I guess we start with the Cavs. They fired Tyron Lue after going 0-6. Yeah. And my thing is, I'm, I mean, what do they expect? Right. And, and I'm on the same road. I'm like uh, – um, Dan Gilbert, I just I'm I'm not a you said the, the Browns or the other okay okay oh yeah Dan Gilbert yeah after after he trashed my boy Braun with the letter I never was a um a fan of well I wasn't a fan of him from the jump but I never I definitely was a fan of Dan Gilbert, Dan Gilbert then but you know LeBron had to go back to do what he do so you know it took a lot of guts to do to go back you know to back home to with LeBron to you know win the boys championships but yeah. I don't. I don't know what he thought uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers was going to do. It was a lot of uncertainty. Of course, they had a lot. Of, they still got a lot of uh, good players on their on their roster. But you know, trying to feel that LeBron, um, trying to feel that LeBron mode, it was going to take definitely what more than six games. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he thought he was going to expect the first six games. But yeah, yeah, definitely. I I didn't I didn't like it, especially now that Kevin Love's out for a month. Right. Um. 
he really I mean the, the roster is not it's not good. Uh yeah. it's really shocking that LeBron LeBron really took this team to the finals. Yeah, yeah, he did. Cause he did. I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking at the roster. I see that boy Seti is is he is balling. Yeah. Colin Sexton and stuff, but I just don't see this roster really you can't really blame Ty Lue for being on six. Yeah, no doubt. And then I heard today, you know, Kyle Coven and um Kyle Coven, J.R. Smith are gonna get their minutes uh reduced. So I don't know who gonna step up for him. Just like you said, I'm a real big fan of Seti Osman. Um he really can hoop. I'm a big fan of Rodney Hood. Um I yeah. want to see Rodney I want to see Rodney Hood get more minutes last year. I was advocating that all postseason. I, I just don't understand why you got a six eight guard um on the bench. I, I I just don't understand that. And and you know, I'm not quick to throw JR in, in the fire or whatnot, but JR wasn't producing at all. And mm-hmm. I just didn't understand why he kept going with JR when Rodney Hood was on the bench. So I mean I don't. I, I. I still don't understand that. So when I see Tyloo, I'm definitely gonna ask my boy what was up with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then like Jerry Smith and Kyle Cole, they're more they're more LeBron James type of players. And yeah. That, no now, now that he's gone, yeah, Sadie and Rodney, they can, they can put him at two and three. Cause I see the starting lineup, and it, it, it still brings Sexton off the bench. Uh, if I'm the Cavs, if you're going to fire, you know, Tyloo, you might as well let um Colin Sexton start. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I'm a. That was actually that's actually my favorite guard coming out the draft. Um, Colin Sexton, I accidentally he has the title like Russell Westbrook. Uh, I was a big fan of him when he was at Alabama. I wanted to see him and Braun team up for at least a year, but as you know, I didn't get that chance. So you know, it's it's all good. All right, and let's talk about the Browns because I'm sitting here thinking you fire Hugh Jackson at the be and Todd Haley, it's like 20, yeah, 20 30 no minutes doubt. apart from each other. Um, it's two. Which we saw, which we saw hard knocks. They went on the same yeah, page from the from, jump, from, from the jump, <laughs> from the training yeah. camp. That that is true. When they brought him in, I didn't think that was a good move. From, uh, when they brought Haley in, just because of the personality, yeah. and Haley's more of a Haley. You know, Haley was a head coach before, so I, I feel like he still he still got that right. in his you know in his in his mind in his mode. Right. Yeah, and and I actually I thought he was gonna come in. You know, they brought weapons around him. Uh, Juice came in. Uh, Jarvis Landry. I thought he was gonna mold uh, Baker. What got the tight end, young and tight Joku. end? And I actually thought it was gonna be a pretty good, especially what he did with um with Pittsburgh uh, last year. But you know, Pittsburgh was advocating for him get out of there, <laughs> fight, which he did. Yeah, so you know, they say he's not a people's person. So I, I I'm definitely starting to see you know that trade away. The thing about Hugh is like I understand that he you know got the worst record probably all time or whatever. I think three thirty six and one. And, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. okay, you really can't count the first. He walked into a situation horrible, and yeah. then you know, the next year they were 0 16. But this year, two and five right. and one, and they competed in every single game. And yep. you can you can argue, and, and one of and and they are leading the the NFL in takeaways on defense, and they're the only team with the losing record doing that. And on top of yep. that, they should have beat Pittsburgh week one. Um, should have damn sure should have. They lost to the Saints because the kick. Kim can't make a field goal. Lost to the Bucks in overtime. Bucks Raiders in overtime. In overtime. Yep. So I mean, they could have been five. We could have seen but five and two or five and three right now. And, and I hate to mention it, but they beat my Ravens, and I was sick. <laughs> oh man, I was sick. That you know, you always got to take advantage of the AFC North division right. games. You always got to do that. And for us to beat Pittsburgh and then go drop a game to Cleveland, you know, I understand that they better or whatnot, but. That's still that's still unacceptable from from the Baltimore. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, they just didn't like Hugh Jackson because 
what did it? How much did they expect him to win? Or like you, yeah. when you when you played Drew Brees, Big Ben twice, you played Joe Flacco, you played Phillip Rivers. What kind of record do you yeah. do you expect you know your, your team to have, especially when you come out for zero sixteen season? So I never, I, I don't, yeah. I don't get the decision, especially to fire Haley and Hugh Jackson. I'll maybe one of them, yeah. but then to make Greg Williams the interim head coach, who we all know he's crazy. Like I, I, I don't know. And then they, they got um yeah. Freddie Kitchens uh, as the offensive coordinator. He gonna call the plays now. He's they said he was a former former uh, running back in the Kitchens, NFL. Yeah, he's a uh, and he also <laughs> um he's he's on that Bruce Arian tree. So he was with that Cardinals team when they was you know Carson Palmer and they was you know going to the Super Bowl and stuff. So I guess they I'm I'm thinking of an aired out you know aired out system is what is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So we'll we'll see if Baker can handle that. Uh, cause I mean Browns, I guess I don't, I don't know what they expect Hugh Jackson to do. I under, be undefeated. You can't really expect that after being over sixteen. Yeah, and and just the the harp on what you said. I mean, Steelers tie, Saints only lost by three points. Jets they beat, Raiders they lost by three. My Ravens they they beat us of course. Chargers is the only really team that blew them out, and the Steelers last week, just like you said. I mean, they they in the ball games. That's at least. You know, all you can ask uh, due to your situation. But uh yeah, they were just trying to get some turmoil out that um at that building sound like man, John Dorsey, we're gonna see what uh, he come up with, man. You know they're trying to get the uh Baker O O C from uh Oh yeah, Lincoln Riley. Uh, Lincoln Riley, yeah. So that's definitely in the talks. So they're trying to compare that situation to Jared Goff's mm-hmm. situation. <laughs> uh, so. I'll say this. This whoever gets the head coaching job, the best situation they've any any other Browns head coach has walked into. All right, so we're gonna move into our uh, contenders and pretenders talk. So we're gonna go through the NFC and the AFC. Uh, discuss, you know, discuss who's who we think contenders right now and may have through the season and who the pretenders are. Um, so with the AFC, uh, my list, you know, it's not it's not that very it's not that very long, but for contenders, of course, you know, I think the Patriots, the Chargers, Chiefs. Uh, who else I'm missing? Uh, Pittsburgh and the Ravens as my contenders, and for my pretenders, yeah. I'm leaving. I'm leaving off the Texans. Um, yes, you know they won five in a row. Probably gonna make it six this weekend. But I am not a believer in Bill O'Brien. I think he's one of the worst head coaches in football. I think his talent is his talent. On his team is over. Is like the reason why he's you no know, he's winning. Like yeah. you know, having, having a great defense and having Watson. I think he's he just he's not a good coach. I I don't think he he's gonna he's the guy that's gonna take them take them to the you know to the promised land. Also got Jacksonville yeah. as a pretender only because man, long as Blake Bowles is the quarterback, I do not believe in that team winning the Super Bowl. I'm gonna have to stop. Oh, right stop here. <laughs> I, I I I still have plenty of faith in Jacksonville. Yeah, they three and five right now. Defense not playing too well. Blake Borders look uh, god awful, but you know they they without a big piece in Atlanta Fournette, which he should be back in two weeks. They have a body this week, so he should be back in two weeks. Now, how they play, you know, with you know they are that is the, his team. So how they play when Fournette get back, um, I think they definitely gonna he gonna bring everybody back together and they are gonna start winning football game. So I I do believe that um they end up winning in the AFC South. So. Definitely. I mean, my only thing about Jacksonville is, like, you know, sometimes you you stuck with somebody, whether whether they're at the yeah. job or whatever it is, and they had the <laughs> you had the perfect opportunity to get out from Blake Bortles, and yeah. I'm surprised Tom Coughlin kept him. Uh, 
and the, the team. I, I mean, you could have the Browns got Tyrod for a third round. Um, assuming because you know y'all, the Ravens, you know y'all drafted Lamar Jackson. I assume at some point and, and, Flacco was available. And listen, and I was about to back you up to go back to the draft. I was surprised when Jacksonville passed on Lamar Jackson. I actually thought that they was going to be interested in Jackson. But, hey, you you know I'm not the player. I'm glad. <laughs> right. And old action Jackson, they came to Baltimore. But, yeah, I definitely thought um, that they had a shot. At, well, they did have a shot because they was before us um, in, in when we moved back to get our trade. But, um, yeah, I, I totally agree with you on Blake Bortles, man. But, I, I, but at the same token, uh, I do believe that their defense um, is good enough to where, you know, of course, we're not asking them to go put up no Tom Brady and Roger numbers. So I do think their defense with the running game, with Linda Fournette back healthy, only healthy, I think he'll bring them to the promised land. And, uh, you know, they'll definitely win the AFC uh, South and make the playoffs. All right. Do, do you think, you think Colts can be, you think Colts can be a contender if they, the, the way, the way they looking, they looking good. I, I'm not a believer in them, but, yeah. Maybe maybe a year off, but they they looking really good too. Yeah, they looking real good, and uh, and I I can guarantee you, I bet they wish uh, Marlon Mack had started off healthy because right now his last two oh weeks, yeah, especially on that fantasy, he's he's a monster. So, but yeah, I definitely think man, they they probably about a year or two off. Having having uh, been able to watch Andrew Luck too much, uh, but I heard he's playing pretty well. Um, but yeah, I see they one or two at home, two and three on the road. Conference two and four, they are on the two game winning streak. Um, so, but I do think, like I said, Jacksonville is definitely about to start winning some football games. Um, can never count out Tennessee Titans, uh, Houston Texans five and three right now. So, yeah, uh, no, I'm not a believer in, in uh, yeah, coach, one more, not, not this year, one more pretender, the them Cincinnati Bengals. Then, oh, oh gosh, they, they they act like they want to be good and then. They always, they always. Uh, I don't know if you listen to like um, Matthew Barry or Phil Yates on the Fantasy Football uh, podcast, but they always say like Cincinnati Bengals all they do is bone you. They just they yeah, they nah, they act yeah. like they're good, and all of a sudden they just flat out just. I'm, I'm, and I'm talking about it. It never fails. They 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 win 10, 11, 12 games in regular season, and then they get to that first round of playoffs, and it's like you can tell nobody had no experience. It's just it's god off actually. And for some reason, my Ravens, we having some tough times. It used to be we have tough times, you know, head back and forth with the, with the Steelers. But Bengals, they they definitely got our number right now. But we got them in. We got them in. Uh, I believe about two, three weeks, or maybe the week after we uh, take our bye in week ten. But yeah, we definitely gonna have to start beating them because um, we don't have too much room for air right now. Losing the last, dropping the last two right. games. So yeah, let's go on to the NFC. Um. The West of the NBA, <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, that's how it is. Now, my pretender list. Now, you might. I, I know you're gonna have some feet. You're gonna have. You got some uh, knockback on this one. My pretender list. Uh, I have. I had the Redskins talking about earlier. Um, I just don't think the off. They they have they can run the ball right now. With Agent Peterson. I don't know how long that's yeah. gonna last. Um, Agent Peterson. That's, yeah. that's my guy. But um, they have no pass catchers, and they they didn't make any moves for that. Um, th- in the trade deadline. And Alex Smith checked down Charlie. I just don't see how how they can how they can you know get, win enough games to be to be a, to consider a, a Super Bowl contender. I, I say the Eagles are a pretender, and that's because it's just so hard to repeat. Um, yeah. So that's kind of why I, 
like they'll be there, but they won't be there at the same time. Because, like you said, it's 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 too hard. You you really you rarely see that the Cowboys in the nineties, Patriots in 03, 04, uh, who who was repeated? Uh, the Broncos in the ni- late nineties. So you 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 rarely mm-hmm. you rarely see it. Um, yeah. And I think the the two NFC North teams, I think one of them will get in, and that's Packers and the Bears. The reason the, oh you got the you got the you got the Packers getting in uh, they they might it, it is it is depends on how it go um but I think so no no Vikings as, as, no I'm talking about as, I mean I think all three I think all three can make it and it, it, it just really depends but I didn't, I didn't think the Panthers were gonna be this good um this early but uh I think Packers and Bears are pretenders just because the Bears haven't played I mean the Bears played Patriots and they almost they almost beat them but it was at home yeah, but they did. Outside of that, I mean, they play. They playing the, a four play schedule, so that's what that's San Francisco. Uh, you know, what, they're playing. They're playing NFC West, so that's Seattle, San Francisco, and the Cardinals. Then they playing. Mm-hmm. Then they playing the AFC East, so Jets, Bills, and then also Dolphins, which they blew it. Um, and then they have a four play schedule, so I feel like their schedule is too easy, and that's why you know why they're winning games and they get into the playoffs. And like you said, they're going through that gauntlet. I don't see I don't see a scenario when if they you know win the wild card game let's say they beat let's say they beat the Vikings in the wild card I don't see them going mm-hmm. to to New Orleans next week and beat them and then going to see the Rams in the conference championship uh, conference championship game and beat them so I think I think the Bears are pretender the offense is looking good right now but like I said they're not really playing nobody so when I, when I see them play division games and you know see you know see some harder teams. Then I I might get on the bandwagon, but for not right now I think they're pretenders. And Packers, they just got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they they do. But hey, listen, man, I am never counting out Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you, and, and, right. this, I, I, and I believe this would be um, the first year they uh, wouldn't have made it to the playoffs. So, like I said, I, I'm a, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, I do feel like I feel like it's only two teams gonna make it out there. Well, ah, it's it, it's a close race. Like you said, the Bears, Vikings, the Packers, all of them. I mean, you still can't count out Detroit Lions, um, yeah, uh, either. So, uh, I'm gonna definitely go with the Vikings. Um, ah, it's it's tough, it's tough, it's tough. And if I had to pick right now, I I go with the Bears and Vikings. I don't see, I don't see three um, teams making out there. Seeing this, that 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 NFC South, you gonna have three, you gonna have three teams that make it out there. So. Um. Yeah, I don't see three teams making now NFC North. Well, yeah, I, don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad Atlanta fell off, so they, it's gonna be hard for them to come back. I think. Uh, and I, I'm not really trusting Bucks. The Panthers. I did not. Now I did not see them being a. I, I put them on my contender list. I didn't. Yeah. I thought they would be pretenders, but they coming out and what they did against y'all that shocked the mess out of me. Um. Oh man, who are you telling? Me? Hey, listen here. I'm. I'm at the game. I'm I'm on a five yard line at the game, and it was just I mean after my Ravens you know drove down down the field uh, the first drive oh it was all Panthers after that in every aspect offense defense special teams it was god awful the Panthers did exactly what they wanted to against us and that was really uncharacteristic especially on my defense oh yeah. man we don't we don't play like that every week so Can't, and then we, I seen um, I seen some stat lines and I'm looking at the stats. Cam Newton is playing way better than his MVP season. Way and it's yeah. like not even close of how how efficient he is this year. He completing like over sixty three percent of his passes, and he never does that. So it, 
I talk and I and I told them boys, man, my favorite receiver coming out of the draft this year uh, was DJ Moore, man. They got DJ Moore. My Ravens passed on him, which uh, I I didn't really agree with, man. But DJ Moore, man, he is a dog. And I just knew, man, when you get comfortable with everything, he started off a little rocky, man. But you know, he's he's to me in, in a couple of weeks, he's definitely gonna be the best receiver uh, on that roster. Um, so yeah, I love DJ Moore, man. Like I said, he was a dog in college, so I'm definitely. I'm waiting to see him progress in that offense, you know, and get more comfortable and whatnot. And, and then for, for the rest of my contenders, you know, the, the regular guys, you know, the Vikings, Saints, they got, um, the, of course, the Rams. And um, who am I missing? Um, is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Panthers, uh, Panthers. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Now, as of right now, who do you think would be in the Super Bowl? If you had, if you had, if I if I don't make you pick right now, who you got coming out of the NFC and out of the AFC? Uh, right now. Right now, okay, right now it'll definitely be Kansas City for the AFC. And for the NFC, I'm going to have to go with the the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to have the Saints. Drew, Drew Brees is playing lights out right now. Um, I, Don't we get to see a Saints and Panthers game sometime coming Saints up? Saints and Panthers are coming up soon. Saints and Rams this weekend. Saints and Rams. Hey, it's, it's some it's good a, yeah, football it's being some, played. It's some great weekend. games. Um. Who, yeah. What was your prediction at the beginning of the season? Like, who, do you, who did you have in the Super Bowl then? Oh, well, of course. And the, and the prediction is my Ravens and probably, uh, I would say, probably the Vikings, man, because I was a big fan of Kirk Cousins getting around all that talent, um, you know, which I'm still not counting out. But, uh, you know, their defense, uh, I guess, simmered down. And we look we'll banged up. Um, we look yeah, banged up. Thought, I thought the defense was going to be a little bit more stout than what they, what they were. But, um. And uh, of course, we can't forget about the LA Rams because we seen what kind of uh, man. acquisitions they made in the all season. So yeah, <laughs> I already knew it. Time I it predicted. Was. So yeah, probably, probably the, probably the. Um, I would have loved to seen the Saints. I would love to see the Saints and the Rams. You know, if this would been an off season, you know, in the NFC uh, Championship game. Um, but yeah, definitely. Drew Brees looks good. Cam looks good. You can't count the Falcons out until the postseason. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, definitely my Ravens too, man. We we finally put some some pieces around Flacco. Um, we returned everybody on defense. Um, we finally got some some catching tight ends, <laughs> right? And uh, I'm still not counting on my Ravens, man. We just gotta we just gotta be more consistent, man. So these next these next two weeks for us is, is gonna tell a lot. It's a lot on our season. This this these next two weeks. Yeah, uh, I, before the season, I predicted. Um... I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of the Chargers. I think they when when George Bosa come back, you are gonna see that defense turn up. Yeah. Uh, so I had Chargers versus my Vikings, um, but now we don't make it. Um, I would love to see I would love to see um, the Chargers versus Breeze um, because like you know Char- he was on the Breeze. I mean he was on the Chargers back in the day, and like you know the NFL loves storylines. The AFC. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I really, I really like I say the NFL is so close. I don't see no kind of, no, no kind of um, clear cut guy. Even though how good the Rams, the Chiefs are, I feel like Air yeah. is right there, Pages right there. It's, it's going, it's going to be a wild one. Yeah, just like you said, even without the charge, even without Joey Buster, the Chargers are still five and two, um, sitting pretty. Philip Rivers letting it real. Oh yeah, uh, Mel- they get Melvin Gordon back this week. Um, so yeah, like I said, definitely can't count them out. Definitely can't count them out. So. But uh, not the rush, not the rush, but it's gonna be some interesting. 
December and January football on both oh, yeah. sides. It's going it's, it's to be great. I appreciate you for joining me today, man. We got no problem, man. I appreciate you having me, man. I'm definitely, definitely got to do oh, yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Man. So make sure y'all know expectations. Man, I'm really interested to see how Demaris Thomas and Amari Cooper pans out. I, I really want to see if Dallas can take the next step. And I want to see – I'm glad D-Hop can't get double. That, that's, really, that's really what I'm worried about. I got D-Hop on a couple of fantasy teams. I couldn't have my man get double teams like that. That's all you worry about. You worry about the fantasy. But I don't blame you, man, because in one of my leagues, man, I, I picked up Le'Veon at number three. So you already in this a 14-team PPR. So, and I know so, you're yeah, struggling. You I, I know you're struggling. <laughs> yeah, I'm hurting on that end. So, hey, Le'Veon, man, if you listening, hurry back, man, so I can win this 4 one <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> no problem, man. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. <laughs> 